0: Welcome to Broken Roads Radio with your host, Jason Zetlitz. If you were to talk to someone that's seeking a church or trying to find that right place to be in, what's that that piece that just seems like it fits in the place, like that's where you need to be?
1: Well, I, it's very I can... It's
2: different for both of us. Yeah,
1: I, I, can, I can honestly say that, that that's not a... That's not an easy question to answer. How do you know you're right where God wants you to be in the church Um, and in in the facility that you're going to to worship? You know, it was a whole lot easier back in the biblical days because there was just one church. And nowadays you have all these denominations and this guy says this and this guy says this and this guy's preaching this over here. And so you have to... One, you have to question, okay, what am I hearing? And where does it fit biblically? So you have to ask yourself, is what he preaching, can it be backed up with scripture? Um, and so we visited a few churches, and there was things that was said, and we were like, mm, that just doesn't sit right with me, but I'm going to pray about it. And so we'd pray about it, and I, I know there was several times that I pulled out scripture after somebody had preached something and went back to the scripture that they preached out of and really studied it and go, um, we twisted something there. You know, it wasn't quite.
2: I would be mad and he would be like, just we, calm down, yeah, I'm just like, let me.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> in, in, in being raised the way that we are, if somebody said something that didn't jive with what we were taught growing up, a hundred percent you would kind of go well i heard something different so let me let me go look and so there was a lot of uh studying and looking at scripture um and every time you would have one of those conversations or hear one of those messages that we visited probably seven or eight churches um
2: but in between yeah so we'd go to new life <laughs> we
1: we went to the church where we're at now we went there um i think three or four weeks into this journey and uh so we went there and uh i told her the first time we went there um guy came up to me and he's actually a pretty good friend now he said uh sir uh we need you on the on the security team he said you're coming back next sunday right and i said well i don't i don't know but something had
2: he wasn't sure about it the first time. Oh, wasn't I wasn't. I fell in love but with
1: the, it. But the, the pastor mm. wasn't the one that preached um, that Sunday. It was actually, I think, the executive pastor that had preached that Sunday or, or a visiting minister. And they said something that just didn't quite sit right with me. And I didn't quite, the the attitude or the spirit behind it just didn't sit right with me so we wound up going to two or three other churches um, for the next couple weeks and she looks at me uh, after we left one A couple weeks later we left a service and uh, the church was just down the street and uh, uh, from where we're at now and uh, she looks over at me and she says let's go there next Sunday again and uh, I said I don't know I don't know and, uh, so she worked on me all week long. Um, I'm pretty sure it took her all week to convince me. And, uh, so we wound up going back that next Sunday. And, uh, the, the pastor at the time was the one preaching that Sunday and, uh, phenomenal song service. And, you know, uh, we just really felt it felt different that Sunday. Um, uh, drastically different the spirit in the building just felt different and so um we're sitting there and uh we sat behind another another couple that for a while was uh that they turned into being really good friends uh their daughter and our daughter about the same age and similar background come to find out we didn't know this for several weeks actually probably a couple of months but Um, after the, we went through the class and stuff, we learned, we went through the class at the same time. And so they, we, we learned then that it was similar backgrounds. Um, and so, um, he got up and preached a message that Sunday and, uh, and it, it really just sat well with me and I went home and I, and I, um, looked at the scripture he preached and kind of really played over in my mind what he had preached and thought I can get behind this you know this is uh, it was very uh, scriptural based and it was very it was exactly what I needed to hear I mean it seemed like every other line was a scripture that Sunday um, I think it was more scripture than it was anything else and so um so we go home and we talk about it and we wound up going back the next Sunday uh, and wound up finding ourselves there um, for the next few weeks. And then we were there. uh, We, we started going, there was a couple of extra things. And so we went, uh, I think they had a a meal over in the gym. And so we went over there and, and, um, still wasn't real certain about, um, the doctrine change or things that were worded a little bit different scared us. Uh,
2: I was blown away that people that didn't weren't under a certain title could have a move of the Holy Ghost and have song services and worship services like we were having. And so I don't know, you know, people are brought into your life for seasons and I don't know what Chris and I would have done without the leadership that was there at, at the time because it was almost every Sunday or every Wednesday, hey, but I have a question about this. And when you're raised a certain way, questions are made to seem as being rebellious or bucking the system. And so being comfortable, learning to be comfortable to ask questions um, and our leadership looking at us like, we're not going to bite you if you ask us something like we're here to help you navigate this. And I think that, and
1: and what blew me away at one point was I asked a question and it was scripturally based and it was from our background and how we were raised. And he looks at me and he goes, I think I know the answer to this. He said, but I'm going to take my time and I'm not going to answer you right now. He said, but let's go to lunch this week. He said, I'll call you and we'll go to lunch and, and, and I'll have an answer for you. He said, but I want to look at a few things before I, before I say anything. He said, because I don't want to misspeak. He said, because, um, he, he said, I, I'm pretty sure I know exactly the scriptures and everything. And he said, but I want, to, I want to find out the words. And he said, I really want to study it again to, to make sure that I answer this question right. And so uh, he called me a few days later and uh there for a while we we went to lunch he's moved on and is pastor at another church but um we went really? to lunch uh pre- more. pretty much at least once a week uh for for a good little while we went to we would go to uh we would
2: a taco shop go I wasn't to jealous at a different all taco that. shops that and
1: just different places um little hole in the wall uh uh places, you know, um uh, I knew of a few places. He knew of a few places, so we'd just kinda go to a different restaurant ever uh every time we'd meet up. And uh so he met up with me that week and he he answered that question and it was I was kinda blown away because I didn't figure I I knew it was it was it's a tricky question. It was a tricky question. It wasn't a black and white question. It was a very much Especially when you go to changing denominations. He didn't twist anything. He didn't change anything. He didn't. But in scripture, there's scriptures that if you just read that one scripture, they'll contradict each other. But when you really dive into it and look at the wording and what, you know, go back and look at the original text and how it was worded and, and how it was translated, you get a fuller picture about what's going on. And so one of the scriptures that I'd used with him was Acts 238. And there was about four or five scriptures in there. And, you know, you kind of, you know, growing up in the denomination that we did, that was the main scripture was Acts 238. But the scripture that they have on their church website where we're at, if you look at it, just, and don't read around it, and don't go and study it, the two scriptures clash, and they don't and and so this person will use this scripture, and this person uses this scripture, and they sit in their button heads and really don't realize that they're talking about the same thing they're just not paying attention to the way the words are and so the the pastors that we were sitting under um, at this church they both explained it phenomenally and in a way that made sense, um, and I'd asked these questions previously in my life and to to different pastors, and you get a well, I think, or I feel, or maybe this is what it is, or it's not a definitive answer. And so when they came back to me and said, "This is what it is," and if you break it down like this, and you go back and you study what this word is and what this word is. In the original text, it all boils down to this. So when they backed what they had to say up with 100% scripture, and it wasn't, I think, or I feel, or this is the way that I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, or this is how it's always been. It changed right, now. Okay. it changed my thinking. Um, You're stinking thinking. Um, not, not necessarily, you know, I wouldn't say it was a good way or a bad way. Because everybody needs their own walk. And just right. because your walk looks different than my walk doesn't mean that we're not walking on the same path. Um, It just means that God got a hold of you a different way than he got a hold of me. And he changed my life different than he changed your life. Because I grew up in a in a church going home. We, we didn't drink, we didn't smoke, we didn't do drugs. I don't have that testimony of going out and partying every night of the week. Did I sow my wild oats? Did I, you know, do what I did as a, a young adult? Yeah, but it's not the same as your testimony, Jason, or the guy that sits next to me on the pew that was on meth three weeks ago. You know, that's not my te- meth is not my testimony, but I have my own testimony. Um, and so... God may have had to get a hold of him a different way, and he may have to live a different lifestyle than I do, not because he would go to hell if he didn't, but because that may be a stumbling block for him. And if he doesn't live as strict of a lifestyle as he does, then he doesn't trust himself to to not slip off into one of those bad habits.
0: And sometimes I feel like, Religion can be more of a stumbling block than it can be a building block.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And,
0: and I, you know. Well,
1: some people use religion as a, as a weapon because they'll tell you this denomination does this, but you don't know because you've never been that denomination. You just know what you read on paper.
0: Right. And just like you said, you know, we're, we're all on a different journey. We're all on a different walk. And just because we're taking different paths to get to the same end game. Come on now it doesn't mean that we have to use like it's almost like we're trying to trip our neighbor along the way cuz we want to be the first one there right. right and it just it just baffles me a little bit of how yeah. religion seems to be mm-hmm. the ever going conversation of okay. who's right and who's wrong when mm-hmm. why can't there be more than one religion that's right you know why can't there be more well, than one not, I feel like denomination well, what, that's, that's what is,
1: the the word on the right path the, the words on the sign it doesn't matter if it says Baptist or Presbyterian or Methodist or right. Church of God in Christ or Church of Christ in God or Pentecostal or Apostolic or um. it doesn't, none of that really matters. What is that when they put it on the sign? Well, when you really get down to it, it's an organization of people that have banded together to protect themselves. These organizations that put the name on the sign of wherever you go and worship on Sunday morning, that is there to protect that pastor and to protect the staff. And because if something happens, that organization can step in and they have the capability of, hey, if we do get it, heaven forbid, we get into legal trouble, they have lawyers that can step in and and navigate our legal system the way that it needs to be.
0: I do feel like there's a point to where the name on the sign can be a hindrance. I don't know. I kind of wish that, that barrier would kind of disappear. Yeah, because it's it's not fair. That's like being racist against church organizations. Why are we so worried about racism being a problem? But yet we're not going to focus on this problem well, that we have. You know, our pastor. You know, and it's our
1: pastor preached a message a few weeks ago on. What color racism. Yeah, color is your god was the title, of the message, and it. Racism is not uh, black or white or Hispanic thing. Racism is a preconceived, notion or preconceived idea about a person, a religion, a a, a car, a right. whatever. Racism can be anything.
0: So if we think of of racism, you know, in in the context that it's actually meant to be. Then we could even say that there are some churches that are very racist.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and it, and it's not yeah. necessarily skin tone. It's yeah the the church down the street's not it's right to believe because yeah. I don't believe the way that they believe. Yeah,
2: religion has gotten in the way of relationship.
1: Like we
0: fight over this thing, and it's like, aren't don't we all have the same goal in mind? Yeah, like way. aren't we all on the same right. fight, the right. same journey? Like, imagine, and I've always this has been like my my platform that I've always kind of stood on is imagine what we could all do if we all came together mm-hmm. and would just accept one another right. and be able to work together. Mm-hmm. Imagine the world that we could we change. We all- it's it's ridiculous. I'm like, why can't we just all work together mm-hmm. and why can't there be camaraderie with Absolutely. all the ministers? I mean, there's some great minds out there that right. can't even, they can't come together. Mm-hmm. Um well I appreciate you guys being on the show. We uh we could take that one really on good. forever. <laughs> really it's that that is that's a discussion that really needs to be had because I feel like that's a problem. And if, if we're really going to reach people, yes, if we're sir. really going to do what God has intended and designed this thing to do, we're gonna have to step out of the confines of a denomination. That's
1: right. It has to happen. You're absolutely right. Well and, and- you know everything that has happened to us in our entire marriage has led us to where we are had it not been for any one of those situations it, we, we 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 yeah. could we could have possibly not be where we are now absolutely well and, and, I, and
0: i mean one of my best friends he's he when we first started talking he was an atheist and he he used to always tell me he said you know you know why i can't have a conversation with a christian is because they're always right no matter what I say. And he's like that's not a conversation. And and That's true. We James. always we get to have a really good conversation and he went from being atheist to agnostic because I'm willing to have a conversation with him and accept his view Absolutely. because I don't know you know we are a product of our environment. Um, you know, Jake McDougal, who was on here in the last show, he he used to always say that we are a product of our environment. I don't know what his environment was. I don't know. I don't know what produced that, but I'm curious to know, like what happened? How did that happen? What, why are your views like this? And and that's what I've always strived to do is really study other cultures and other religions and, and figure out what makes you tick, Right what makes you feel this way? Because I feel like if we could ever dive into that
2: mm-hmm.
0: and really get into the heart of people, yes. then that's when true Christianity begins to blossom because it's love, It is, you know, love be- mm-hmm. begins to be birth out of that, knowing who someone is and what they've gone through and what mm-hmm. they've done. And so I, I really appreciate y'all coming on the show and, um, Man, what an amazing story y'all both have to tell with everything that y'all went This has been Broken Roads Radio. Stay tuned next week as we dive into even more amazing stories.